check, check, one, two, one, two. here it's the host of the takeover lounge as well z give and daniela we got a special special guest honestly all around the, the room today we got spiral productions in the background making some noise doing a thing with the productions they out here cheering silent cheering because you know we we Everybody doing our thing but and we also yeah there we go look look some, <laughs> some live audience you know what i mean but now we got Tommy Will in the house, you know what I'm saying? Finally, um, absolutely. We had uh, some technical difficulties on the first one, but we're doing it again. Where are you? Well, don't be don't be sad because we're back. That's true. That is true. But um, a lot of ha- lot a lot of things have happened in the past like three weeks since we we recorded a, a ton. So we. So we got a lot to talk about. Uh, shout out to everybody that's listening on the podcast right now. Uh, audio. Shout out to y'all. Thank you for supporting. Um, go to the Patreon, man. Go show some love on the Patreon. Uh, throw us $10 a month to de- see this full episode with Tommy Will and Spiral Productions down the spiral. We are here. And without further ado, let's get into it, Daniela. All right. Throw an extra 10 on that, too. Just You don't have to do just 10. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Um, I want to start off with thank you for these great, uh, comfortable hoodies and let's talk about it. So what it's a, your own fitness brand that you're coming about. Yes. When is it dropping? What made you think about it? So everything was really about just expanding my reach creatively. Mm -hmm. So I've always been into, you know, fitness and working out and playing basketball and everything like that. So. Um, around Tucson, there's a few brands that definitely inspired me to get started with that. Um, one being Elite Culture, of course. Shout out, <laughs> you know, the homie. And then um, Get It In, the Get It In brand hey, um, was also another one. And um, I wanted to bring more of myself into the community other than just music. Because as y'all know as well, I started dabbling in photography and videography mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I felt it was just kind of like expanding my hand creatively. So I created um, Villain Circle, which is the name of the brand. And what it really is, is when you when you start going into a certain place where you're taking care of yourself, you know, and you're focused on, you know, a goal, a lot of other people will, you know, not necessarily doubt you, but they're like, well, why can't you do this with us? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I can't because I, I have to stay focused, whether it's school, whether it's the gym trying to get in shape, whether it's just whatever goal it is, right? Mm-hmm. So you end up being the bad guy because you're not interacting with people the way that you used to. You're putting yourself first, yeah. right? So that's where I came up with Villain Circle, you know, embrace being the bad guy. You know, if it's for yourself, you got to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that I learned musically, but I also want to put that in as far as any goals, dedication, things of that nature. So it's welcome to the circle is like the mantra for Villain Circle. So um, I'm hoping to drop in about two, three weeks um, would be the first capsule. I want to do it kind of like in seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already have a couple teas. Um, shout out to Poison Boys. They helped me print up the first, the first, uh, the first batch. Um, so I have some tees, different colors. I have the gray hoodies that y'all are supporting for me. Thank you very much for accepting those. Um, but I'm really excited about it. You know, I, it's always a challenge, and I always try to think big. So I'm trying to be like the gym shark, the next gym shark mm-hmm. kind of like situation happens. If it doesn't, hey, like I can say 
five years from now, like, yo, I, I had a fitness brand. Yeah. Right. You know, so it doesn't matter to me. I just want to do it because I, I want to do it. Right. You know, so, yeah. That's dope. I like this. You're comfortable. He put You're me so in. Yeah. He said super comfy, bro. Super comfy. I'm telling you. He said he wears a medium when he works out. and he a medium. Could, he gave this to me, and I was like, bro, this is a little, this is a little, little tight. 5'11", 220, bro. I wear a medium. <laughs> right? I'm surprised you fit in this. I was barely fitting in this, too. But, hey, y'all, hey. You look swole, bro. Catch me at LA Fitness. Y'all don't want you know the smoke. What's good with it? Arms out. Me and, Tom, me and Tommy going to be in there lifting big weights. What's good? <laughs> I'm saying. Facts. Uh, speaking of uh, your, your fitness journey, I mean, you got back into your fitness journey uh, from, from mm-hmm. being away for a little bit. How's that been? You've been talking about Claim Your Mountain a lot on Instagram. Yes, man. Yes. Okay. So pretty much what had happened was, like I said, I've always been into it, but I started taking it more seriously as of recently because um, there's a there's a quote kind of going around and it's always made sense. But it's if you don't make if you don't make time for your health, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. Mm-hmm. Right. And you guys know how in depth I get musically right. and I very much so tried to put myself in the shoes of being a true artist all the way around. So, you know, I come in here and this is a sanctuary for me and all of my vices come with me, mm-hmm. right? I'm in a room by myself in the dark, a couple lights shining Excellent. and I let everything out. There's no one here to judge me. Mm-hmm. You know, I let everything out and it gets to my health. I mean, there's times to where I really feel like my body is completely shutting down, mm-hmm. Right. So I've just recently told myself, like, look, you know, things have happened to where now I'm I have the ability to actually have music as a career after right. 16 years. And we'll, we'll get to that because yeah, I, yeah, I yes can't wait will. to share yes that. Will. <laughs> um, so it's like I want to be here for the longevity. Now, the last 15 years, I haven't treated it that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So I told myself, you know what, I'm going to start going up to my, you know, every day for the rest of the month. The first day I go up. As I'm on the way up, there's a guy that's coming down, and I had my head down. I was just kind of going, and he says, he's like, yo, keep going. I'm like, thank you, brother. He's like, this is your mountain. You're going hard. This is your mountain, right? So I told myself, I was, of course, you know, trying to be an artist. I turned it into a metaphor, you know, and all this other shit. So I'm like, yo, I was like, cool. Like, he said it, right? That doesn't mean that it's true. Right. So I have to make it true. So then once I got to the top, I was like, yo, claim your mountain. Just because he said it doesn't mean that. But I made it so. I made it happen. And then I told myself every day I'm going to make it happen, right? Whether it's actually climbing Tumamak or coming in and getting these records done or making sure I hold myself accountable for everything that I say that I'm going to do, which I'm still working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, every day. It doesn't have to be the mountain. It could be a day job. It could be you know, loving your family. It could be making sure, you know, you get to that promotion at work, whatever it is. Right. You know, you have to claim it every single day, right? Because it's more than just verbiage. Mm-hmm. And you have to make it true for yourself, nice. right? And that's that's an issue that I see with a lot of people, a lot of artists, and they take the words of others so seriously that they start slacking, mm-hmm. right? You get comfortable. And it, exactly, you, okay. get, you get comfortable and you get content. And that's not the way to do it, right? right? Because then you don't keep, you don't continue to push, right? So I want to make sure with that, whether, you know, I'm, I'm still getting into the mode of people taking what I say seriously in essence, right? you mm-hmm. know? So, and I ended up, you know, touching a few people, 
who wrote me back and they were like, yeah, like, you know, you inspired me to do this. I get notes and, you know, things of this nature. And it's, it's been awesome. So, you know, Claim Your Mountain is what that ended up being. So Shout out to the homeboy that said that to you. Man, at the he had an ASU <laughs> shirt on, so I wasn't really oh, fucking no. with it. Ah. You know, but, you know, he, he gave me some inspiration. He gave me some light. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just shut up. I'm, I'm going to give him a halfway shout out. Yeah, halfway shout out. <laughs> halfway ASU, shout out. dude. See? Oh, no. oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, so what would be some of the ways you de-stress? Nothing. I Nothing. hate I that keep answer. The <laughs> I keep the stress on me. I keep the stress on me. No, honestly, so my... I try to put myself in a schedule at all times, right? So to be able to enjoy certain things, they have a, a time and a time limit, mm-hmm. which is low-key been fucked up, mm-hmm. right? But... I've enjoyed it and it's helping me in the long run because it's really like I work hard now so I don't have to work hard later. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the whole joint. So, I mean, at night when I go home after, after the day, you know, I love watching Family Guy. I love watching First 48, you know, and that's that's my time to watch those things. The Mike Tyson documentary came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to watch that. I still haven't watched The Last Dance. I've watched portions of it. What? You know what I'm saying? But, like, I things like that. It. Like, so that's kind of like my de-stress <laughs> moment. I... I like literally changed up my whole room recently and like, cause I've never, I've, I've moved around so much, you know, in my life with my dad being military and then going to different colleges and moving around city to city Mm -hmm. that my house, my home or my room never felt like that. It was Mm -hmm. always just like, it was a a hotel. It was just a place to sleep. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause even looking at it right now, I'm here until three or four o'clock in the morning. And then I go home, I go to sleep, I wake up at like 8, I, I go to the gym, and I start my day. So it's like, why am I even going to treat this place like a sanctuary? This was mm-hmm. my sanctuary, the studio. So I just recently did it because I'm like, man, I want to be comfortable in my own, and you know, wake up, go to sleep in a good mood, wake up in a good mood type right. of situation. So um, that actually really helped me very much. And then also just conversating with other artists and, you know, speaking on things much higher, you know, than just rap. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would definitely say family guy for sure. <laughs> um, food, you know, I'm a Little Caesars fanatic. Shout out Little Caesars. You know, bro, shout out, bro. Never change any prices, you know what I'm saying? Five you know what I'm saying? Five dollars, right. that's the hey. homie for life, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just just having some good food, having good company, and, you know, watching a little bit of TV, you know, that's that's kind of where I come. I calm down, you know, at that point. You still got your pup, right? Yeah. Sorry. You got your pup? Your, your oh, yeah. Oh, that's He's my so love. Yeah. Shout out Zuli, man. Zuli, my little blue healer. Um, she killed like a little baby Komodo dragon the other day, what? which was fucking wild. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, I, I don't know if it was actually a Komodo dragon, but that mother, that thing was thick, bro. Dang. That thing was thick. And it, it looked exotic as fuck, you know. But yeah, she's. She's, she's a dragon wild. slayer. She's, she's a dragon slayer. <laughs> straight up, bro. Straight up. That's um, how but old yeah, she now? No, she's she's a little over two. Okay. Um, I've never really had a puppy before. I've right. never or any pet, honestly. Okay. Um, so she really changed my dynamic of being at home as well because I've always wanted kids, man. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted kids, and getting to my age is kind of like I, I base a lot off of my parents too. Right. Okay. You know, my my father had my sister when he was twenty five, twenty six, and then he had me when I when he was thirty. Okay. You know, so like to me in my life path, I'm late. Right. Already. Mm-hmm. So having her is just like, you know, that's my daughter, man. Right. Like I dress that's her right. up, you know, we <laughs> do all types of stuff. Like, you know, I, I I love her to death, man. You know, she she definitely brought out a different side of me that 
you know, I didn't have growing up. So, you shout know. Out, shout out to Zulu. Is Zuli, man. Zuli, Zuli yeah. Zuli. Shout out to Zuli, man. Uh, Blue Healers, they got a lot of energy, don't they? Oh, bro, so much. <laughs> So much. She always has to have a plan, and that's why we connect. Okay. You know, because I always have my plan. She always has to have a plan, and, you know, you have to wake up and, you know, just get to it. And she does that, bro. Six o'clock in the morning, she's in my face, ready <laughs> to get up, and, yeah, ready to get the day started. Right. Like, she literally changed my whole dynamic. She's part of my schedule. I haven't set an alarm in two years. Daddy pop. Straight up. Like, <laughs> she wakes me up at 6 a.m. every day. She that never fails. Never fails. Never fails. It's crazy. She's ready to go, man. She's ready to go. It's Love crazy. Her. I want to talk about, you know, just comparing, like, kind of, like, your life to other people. I mean, your your people are your parents, obviously. I mean, you, you talked about it for a little bit. But, I mean, we're seeing it a lot more within our youth and within uh, our community, which is, like, constantly comparing each other to, mm-hmm. like, Instagram. Like, yo, he's he's 18 and he's whipping what? And I'm 18 and I'm still going to school he's 18 and he buy his mom a crib what like am i behind or something and so there's always like this chase like trying to keep up like how do you deal with that or do you not pay any mind it was it was hard at first mm-hmm. right because when i first started i first started rap at 16 okay right. right when as soon as i moved back to arizona the first person i met was like yo what's your name and like yo do you rap mm-hmm. it was weird you know what i'm saying because i didn't <laughs> i didn't rap Right. But I was at a new school. I hadn't been, like, I was born here, but I hadn't been back at, like, an age to where I remembered anything, right? Right, right, right. So I, I just said, yeah, I did. So then I'm hanging out with them. Like, there was a whole group of them that, that rapped, and, like, I'm starting to write raps and stuff like that. And, you know, so at that time, it was like, yo, I want to, I just want to rap because I felt like it got me friends, mm-hmm. right? So at that point in my mind, I was like, yo, I want to be like, this is the time Chris Brown was starting, you know, you know, Bieber and stuff like that. So you're looking at, you're looking at people that are 16, 15, 14 years old, mm. getting this renowned fame, right? Thanks. And you're like, what am I doing wrong, right? And looking back on it, it's like, if I were to have gotten picked up at that age, I would have been fucked for the rest of my life because there's no way I would have known how to handle any of that situation. Mm -hmm. No people in my life that I would have trusted to help me out in those kind of situations. Right. right? So, but I always wanted to be that kid that the industry saw grow up. Mm. You know, that was something that was always in my head. But like I said, like their journey was not my journey. Right. Mm -hmm. I was only, I'm only ready for the things that have come my way now because I was able to prepare that whole time, this 16 years, for the moment that finally came. Right. Right? So I don't look to other people like, yo, great for them. Great for them. You know, and especially people that actually make it through because that's why you hear about some of these people. So-and-so going bankrupt. So-and-so is getting into trouble. So-and-so is hooked on drugs. All this Mm -hmm. stuff because they don't have people around them that are helping them to get through these situations. They don't know it. Right. So that's what I try to do with for the record with the class. I try to help these people out like, yo, like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this. You know what? Great idea. Mm -hmm. I tried something similar. That's how it worked out for me. Try it this way to get to the same end goal and see what happens, because these are the mistakes that I made in that. Definitely. Right. So that's that's the whole thing with that. Um, But, yeah, I never looked to someone else's path and try to treat it as my own because it wasn't meant for me. Right. You know, good. Shout out. Shout out Tommy Will. Dropping them gems. Y'all better get your yeah. notebook. Y'all better get a notebook, <laughs> notepad, and some pen and paper. What you talking about? <laughs> I appreciate you, man. So you mentioned for the record. Um, let's talk more about it. What does the class entail? Uh, how do you become a part of it if people are interested into it? Um, 
And what made you want to start it? So to kind of to, to go backwards on that, <laughs> what made me want to start it is because, like a lot of people say, like you always want something that you didn't have growing up. Yeah. Right. So when I was first starting with rap, this this was something that was not, you know, around or available to me to help me learn those situations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I wanted to create because I felt like I got somewhere into the community to, to where people at least looked to me and took my opinion, at least with a grain of salt. Right. Right. And were able to like whether they, you know, agreed with it or not, they were like they listened. So for the record was something that I created for that. And then, I mean, to get into it, you just have to literally hit me up or show up. You know, the first session is all we do it every Monday from 8 to 10 here in the studio. First session is always free just to see if it's even for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Other than that, it's kind of like a membership thing. And that's literally just to, you know, help pay rent on the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, if you want to join for the record, you know, just send me a message or anybody that's involved in the class. Um don't have to just be an artist right you got djs in there literally we do so we have djs in there we have people that do youtube um and things of that nature we had um a gentleman that did um he does desert daiquiris he came in for a session um to check it out and stuff like that and it's literally because it's it's it's, technically it's music business and ethics Mm. but in the in the whole scheme of things it's just business and ethics right Mm -hmm. um because you just want to there's small things, and the way that I kind of describe it is people are trying to get to this goal here, and they're just kind of moving like this. Right. And all I'm trying to do is put them to a straight path mm-hmm. to help them get to wherever they see themselves in five years, I want to help them get there in two. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, literally just by preaching my mistakes. So That's awesome. There's also two other... Did he answer all of them? I think so. I think he hit the three parts. Maybe. Did I not? Probably. What was it? It was, why do I do it? How do you get to be a part of it? And what, is, what's in t- what? what does it entail? What does it entail? Yeah. So music, yeah. business, yeah. and ethics. You know, we, we go about everything from, you know, ads to how to do a full rollout to how to create content to how to get more social media engagement, you know, everything of that nature. And it's not like I know all of these things, but we learn them together, Mm -hmm. right? So that's the biggest thing because I learn stuff every Monday. You know, people bring up things and they ask me questions about such and such, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know, but we're going to find out, right? you know, at the end of the day. So, you know, that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, we're definitely a, um, you know, a tight-knit community. Like, we say this all the time in class, like this floor that we're on right here, like there's been many tears shed on this floor right mm-hmm. this past monday we had a mental health day and literally Aww. just talked about like yo like get happy mm-hmm. we talked about why we're sad why we you know what our weaknesses are and stuff like that and then we went about like our strengths you know and just living you know life for other people man like mm-hmm. i mean not living life for other people but living life for ourselves in regards to the people that are close to us and looking right. out for mm-hmm. us, you know? So, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's more than just music. Definitely. So it's a family, man. So That's, that's sick. I like I that. Know, man. And I would love to have y'all for a session, too. Oh. And if y'all are ever free for a Monday night, please come by. Oh, definitely. Definitely have to do that now. I mean, I like how you talked about the mental health component. because It's real, bro. It, it is. It's real. And it's just it's just crazy. I, I don't know if y'all looked on or heard on TikTok or Twitter, but uh, Juice World is one of his photographers came out. I was talking about uh, Juice World and how the overdose happened, and that uh-huh. story was that story was just so sad. You know, as a somebody that appreciates music and appreciates artistry and the hip hop community, like seeing Juice go through that struggle with his mental health and using substances is so sad, man. It, mm-hmm. It's it's preventable. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of a lot of people don't 
realize that at the time, but I mean, it's it's definitely preventable, and we want to be there for our artists and uh, too many young people been been passing away due to due just their mental health not being uh, just healthy. So I'm just I'm just glad you do that for them, man, because it's something that needs to be talked about. Not stigmatized anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 100%. And I need to do it for myself, too, for my own well-being. Like, it's not just to, you know, make a buck or, like, anything like that. It's literally just I felt like it was necessary for me to continue growing in the space that I'm in right. to do something of this capacity. And it just happened to work out, you know? So shout out everybody in the class. Yes, yes, Mas yes. Voss, Cygnus, Trauma, Mazin, Sonic J. We got um, Truth. Truth is they in all there. fit in here? DJ Enzyme. <laughs> we got, um, I don't know if I said Cygnus. Cygnus again. Uh, Nemesis. Mm. And Salute. Where, where y'all and, sit? Oh, man, this is this whole area, bro. This is us. This <laughs> is us. Where do you sit? I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. I really hope I'm not. I don't think I am, but I hope I'm not. Don't take it personal either. I mean, we're just, yeah, it's, it's, it's on the fly. I mean, we're just, he's like, I don't have my attendance sheet here, but. <laughs> yeah, no, shout out my guys, man. Shout out my guys. That's awesome. So let's, let's talk about the music, man. Let's talk about what you've been working on. Uh, Bro. I, I, I want to, I want to get into uh, a lot of things, but I'll let you, I want you to do the, lead this conversation. Where do you want to take us with this? What, you, what have you been working on? So first off, as of. Three days ago. Okay. Like Monday. It was Monday. It was Monday. I officially signed my record deal. What? I officially signed my record People deal. People got a record deal? To Acme Music. Oh, man. Um, I am completely and utterly grateful. That's huge. You know, to the team. And, you know, we've been working for about a year and a half. And... um you know, it came to a point. I was at LA Fitness on the cycle <laughs> <laughs> three months ago, right? Wow. And uh, they called me, and uh, they were like, what do you do for work? And I'm like, I serve tables. Mm. And they was like, what would it take for you to not do that anymore? Right. And so we started, like, going through stuff, and pretty much at the end of the day, they was like, yo, we want to make it to where you don't have to work to create music anymore. We want you to just be strictly music. So then we talked. So for the last three months... We've been going through not necessarily like negotiations, but trying to make it work and stuff like that. We finally mm-hmm. came to a common ground. And, you know, I love all the people over there. Um, you know, they definitely treat me like family. They look to me and they give me a confidence in music that, you know, not a lot of other people have been able to, you know, give me. Mm-hmm. And it just it felt right and it felt like family. And, That's you awesome. know, it's I'm, I got to a point finally after 16 years that I can finally say that music is my career that's dope so congratulations tommy will man ladies and gentlemen tommy will you know (laughs) i know y'all clapping on the screen and whatnot but tommy will man that's crazy yeah it just seems so surreal too it's just cool because as soon as you started talking about it your like whole face just lit up like it was Mm -hmm. just like a long time coming but like you said that 16 years puts you in preparation for this moment exactly exactly it made me ready for the moment you know, and that's another thing that I try to preach into the class, but I don't want to, you know, backtrack. But, right, right. you know, you can't always, you know, prey on things and hold things happen when you're not ready. You know, mm-hmm. they're not happening because you're not ready in the moment. 
Right. You know, mm-hmm. and they will. You just have to stay prepared and keep going and hold yourself accountable. Definitely. That's dope. I want to I wanna know what uh, the record deal intent, or entails. Can you talk about it a little bit or just? Yeah, so okay. pretty much, um, so Agme is, a, Agme is a sink house. Okay. So this goes back into what we talked about last time about the movie trailers. Right, and TV, right, 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 right. And things of that nature. Um, you know, I actually, I landed um, a song on the next season of Ghost, which Ice. is um, the Power sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have two songs on Ghost coming up in September. That's crazy. Um, you know, one is called one is called Credit. The other one, I can't necessarily remember the name. <laughs> but um, so two songs coming out on that, and that's kind of like the start. And then we've just been messing around. I've met so many talented producers and like people that have 200, 300, 400 trailers like out. Right. And I'm able to like work with these people. You know, I I released the heart of a king, which we talked about last Mm -hmm. time, which was with NATO. Nathan Fields is what he goes by now. At the time, it was NATO Fields. Um, Incredibly talented dude. You know, this man has done so many like real like things that I've seen. And I'm like, bro, this is you. And (laughs) you're sending me beats (laughs) like what? What? Like, what is this? And that's why music is so magical, bro. Like it Mm -hmm. brings it brings people from so many different paths of life and things like that. And once it gets to a certain port, a point, it's more than just it's it's more than just um, status. Right. right? It's creating Mm -hmm. the best possible product. And in their eyes. Us working together and piecing these things create the best possible product. So I, you know, those are situations to where it's like, I can't stop. I can't hold back. I have to hold myself accountable. I have to be in here for 12 hours, right? right? Because I'm not going to let another opportunity slip out of my hands Mm -hmm. ever again. You know? So yeah, I mean, we about to see Tommy. We about to hear to Tommy Aggie, Will man. on the on the Everywhere. big screen in the movie theater. <laughs> one of these days, man. One of these days, it's just a process. Got to stay slow and you know just continue to do what I've been doing. Right. You know, it's just you know keeping my head down and working and working and working and Don't you know whatever happens happens. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I love that. Oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Oh. Um. I know in the past you've had a big problem with getting stuck in your head and not thinking that your music is worthy enough for a particular opportunity. How have you grown from that to where you are right now? So I'll I'll forever be a realist, right? And a realist in the sense of I know what I'm capable of in the moment, Mm -hmm. right? And I've actually had this conversation a couple times and, you know, I've learned that there's, there's very much so downsides to that, right? So by understanding what I'm capable of in the moment and what I can do and make happen has actually brought my bigger dreams in life down Mm -hmm. because I'm thinking those aren't attainable in the moment, right? right? So as far as, like, thinking, like, what other people think about my music, I've actually gotten to a point of confidence to where it's like I literally don't care. I literally don't, right? So I literally wear what I want to wear. I make music the way that I want to make music. Mm-hmm. But the way his that hair, I... The way he want to do his hair. All mm-hmm. that stuff, man. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, bro, like, there was a confidence in the last time I took my braids out and had yeah. my hair out like this. Uh-huh. Like, it, there was a confidence. Like, there was a power in my hair. It's weird. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But, it like, all of that, there's such a confidence in me to where it's like, when I step out or I step on stage or I go into a music video, I'm Tommy Will at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm Nate with my family, but I am Tommy Will 
absolutely everywhere else. And people can see the confidence, they can see the heart, and they can see the passion, whether it's in the way that I walk, I talk, or in my eyes, they can sense that, mm-hmm. right? Because I carry it with me everywhere, right? And that's what, you have to be those people at all times, man. You got to be Z-Give at all times, bro. You got to be ready. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter where you're at. And once I got that particular, you know, confidence instilled in myself, that's when I started to see things change. And I started mm-hmm. to see more progression, right? People started reaching out to me a little more um, and talking about things, again, more than music. That's the bigger picture, right? All of that. So, you know, it was really just having that confidence in myself that it doesn't matter, you know, what I do, I'm going to do it regardless. And people are going to receive it in the way that I want them to, you know? So um, it was tough. It was tough to get out of that. But, you know, I, I feel like I did it. Yeah. Good. That's dope. She said, good, 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 good. <laughs> so <clears throat> music related, even more yeah. so, uh, I was lucky enough to be able to uh, sit in on a on a cypher, on a bootleg Kev yeah. cypher. And, yo, shout out for y- to y'all, for everybody out of Tucson that let me. Uh, mm-hmm. I was. You, you I was, was man. So to go back to it, man, shout out to Manny Megs, Marley B, Cash Lansky, Askey, Soul Point. Freddie Moso, those are my guys. I've known these guys for a long time. So to be able to get the opportunity, you know, to to roll to another city and do something for the culture and for the city was just absolutely incredible. It was honestly the first time we were all in the same place, right? you know, for mm-hmm. a few days. So that was incredible. Definitely. And, you know, the studio session prior the night before, yep. you know, and... It was kind of like, and that's what I mean about like not wasting an opportunity. Because right. you knew how I took that. When yep. we got to the studio, it was like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna create. We're Definitely. gonna make something that lives longer than than us for the city. So, I mean, that whole thing. And shout out, shout out, Boule Kev, Tony Chalk, you know, the homie Cook, um, that was up there too, helping us out, yeah, man. Like, Cook. you know, it was it was just an incredible experience, man. Yeah. I, you know, there was a there was a Phoenix one prior. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's always been like a Tucson is like the little brother kind of right. situation. Can't nobody tell me that we didn't big bro that whole shit. Can't nobody, <laughs> can't nobody tell me that we did not. Hey, talk your stuff, Tommy Will. Yeah, hey, I, don't, I mean, there's nobody in Phoenix that can handle this, bro. Hey, there's nobody. You you can one on one anybody. Nah. Hey, you heard it here first, y'all. It ain't finna happen. Tucson, we ain't we ain't messing around no more. We here. I love them, bro. I respect them. Definitely. I respect everybody. There's so many people. Prem, Eddie Wells, those are my guys. I respect the shit out of Futuristic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a bunch more um, up there. I just, you know, we have something that's just different. Definitely. You know, so it not necessarily, you know, I'm not going to say, like, we better than nobody. Like, no, no, no. like, everybody's their own individual person. Mm-hmm. But I know that the culture that we have here in the city is a different dynamic than what mm-hmm. they experienced in Phoenix. Definitely. You know. And they, they know it when they come out here. Right. They definitely. Definitely. I like uh you, you talked about the, the session we we were in. Uh, oh, incredible. Right? I was incredible. First of all, let's talk about the uh just the ambiance of the studio. That was just a whole mood, yo. Yo, shout out my boy <laughs> Audi, bro. Shout out my boy Audi for for allowing the situation to happen, man. He was the one he pretty much said, like, yo, Tommy, you my guy, here are the keys. Do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Shout out my guy, Audi, for real, bro. We like, were, like, in another galaxy. Like, it was a moment that, you know, if I had a superpower, 
Yeah. It uh, would be you, time travel so I could go back you already, to uh, you, that moment. <laughs> Daniela, yeah, go ahead. Hit him with it. Hit him with it. really going to take my question away from me. take the question. You know what I'm saying? No, and then shout out Truly as well. Shout out Truly. That's somebody I left out. Like, shout out Truly. You know, that's my guy. That's my dog. I've known him for, you know, a very long time as well, man. He was definitely involved. And then you for A and R in the oh, project. Man, man. I was just there, you know. A and the project, bro. No, no, we ain't gonna talk about that. They ain't ready for all that. They ain't ready to hear all that. <laughs> so I'll tell you, I'll tell you pretty much what it happened was like I tried to take the helm. You know what I'm saying? Cause when you're in a room full of creatives, it's hard to like stay on track. Yeah. You know, all of our Everything that we kind of, like, try to do is kind of, like, in the spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm also trying to make sure, like, yo, we got a time limit. I want to make sure that this gets on record, right? Right. So it was pretty much, like, Manny produced the beats. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much, like, yo, Z, throw out a, a, a template. Like, what is this song going to be about? And then he would say a word and then be like, okay, bet. That's what it's about. And then I'm making sure everybody's on topic. Now, these we're all grown Aww. men, so I'm not like no coach or like nothing like that. <laughs> but it was kind of like I was so excited, mm-hmm. you know, in the moment to have all these people that I respect, you know, and truly like love as peers, mm-hmm. you know, be involved. And I just wanted to make sure that it was recorded for future reference, mm-hmm. right. you know. And we are going to be finishing the project. Oh, yeah. You know, it's going to be more than just those two, three records that we recorded. Um, I, I can't say how much I love those guys. Like, the community itself, you know, I can't say how much. They inspire me every single day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so to be able to have something that we can come back to years from now and be like, yo, we did that. Facts. You know, it's just, I, it's, it's incredible to me. It's it everything to me. It is. It was interesting because uh, the... The songs are hard. Like when, when, y'all, when y'all hear these, y'all gonna be like, "What?" And then it was funny because they were talking about it, and they're like, "I don't think we all been in the same room together." Like it took us to go out of state to get us all in the same room together. Mm-hmm. But once it did, tragic, bro. Right, it's tragic. Right, and especially because you got a big space like Tommy Will's studio to do something like that. But I mean, but, <laughs> uh, we can get to that. We can get to that. We can get to that too. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved every every second of it. And the other thing I liked about it was I got to learn more about you guys outside of music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got to I got to see you guys in another lens. Like I saw Cash like as Cash. I saw Tommy Will as Tommy Will, you know what I mean? Like, what they do on their off time. And it's literally really interesting. Tommy Will, y'all probably don't know this about Tommy Will, but he, he be goofing off, man. He be, he be trying to get on everybody's heads. No cap. Mm-hmm. This man, <laughs> this man was trying to come at me the whole trip because I was sleeping with my, my mouth open because Cash got me. <laughs> with your mouth open, bro. It's weird. Man, yeah, like, I can weird, control bro. that, man. I'm sleeping out here. And I'm, I'm dead. And Tommy <laughs> Will just giving me, man. <laughs> so it's, it, it goes back to... Being, you know, embracing situations, man. Like I've, I've very much learned because it's something that I'd never done before to live in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So, you got to understand as simple as it was in the time that trip, I will never forget. Yeah, me you will fully be a part of the rest of my life with that trip, with this interview. So will you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is something that I will remember for the rest of my life cuz I'm always thinking about like interviews like when I'm when I'm 40 50 years old and I'm 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 as successful as I feel and I know that I will be in the future and when I can talk about these moments I can talk about like yeah like I did an interview with Z Give and Daniela you know cuz at this point y'all are you know up here and I can be like yo I did an interview <laughs> with them in the basement of a place that used to be a psych ward 5 years ago 
Wow. You know what I'm saying? I had to throw that in there. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm all like, okay, wrap it up, wrap it up. So, but yeah, no, I threw, you know, we did an interview in the basement of this place that I called my home for a year and a half, mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those things, like these memories, like I never forget, yeah. you know, these these motions. Like if I ever see someone with a leg tattoo, the first person I think of is my homie Mason. You know what I'm saying? Because you got it. I'm just, this is it. You know what I'm saying? But, um, no, what I'm saying, so... Shout I didn't even see Maze. <laughs> no, but the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing about this is just like never forget your memories, man. Like you live through those. Those are the things that inspire you. Like I constantly go back to music that I recorded 10, 12 years ago and I listen to it. And I'm proud of that kid because he never fucking gave up, man. Mm-hmm. He never stopped. He never stopped, bro. Like as much as many times as I wanted to quit because this shit was stressful. It was fucking with my health. I was broke. I was hungry. But I always knew, bro, if I stick with this, the bigger picture is going to be worth all of it. You got to understand, bro. I gave up having a family, having kids. Yeah. All of this stuff that regular people, not not even regular people that most people want to have in their life. You know, the American dream. All that shit, I, I, a home and stuff like that, bro. I'm, I gave all of that up because I said I need this. It wasn't that I wanted to do this. I need this mm-hmm. for me, for my soul, bro. Everything in it, mm-hmm. you know. That's why I take the artistry to such an extent to give my full body and soul to all of this. Right. To where it's like I'll sacrifice everything, bro. I'll sacrifice everything. I tell people, and I'll, I'll ask y'all this question. It's my turn to ask y'all a question. No. <laughs> no, first. If you, no. <laughs> and this is something I think about every day, and this is, you'll, you'll get the, like, the, the kind of depth that I get into. And if you were to lose your voice tomorrow, would you have said that it was worth it for everything that you have spoken thus far? Wow. Yo, you first. Why are you looking at me? Crazy, you're. <laughs> no, nah, you first. Again, know. if you were to lose your voice tomorrow, do you think everything that you have said thus far was worth it? I would say, yeah. yeah. Only because, like, just the experiences I've been part of in my career and my field, like, not a lot of people get those experiences. So I feel like it has been. Like, if I lose my voice tomorrow, I'm a quiet person, so that's fine. (laughs) I'll be quiet all the time. But just to, like, have conversations with people I've had conversations with, it's worth it, 100%. If I lost my voice tomorrow, I would be devastated. It would be so quiet. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, thank God. No, I don't don't know. If I lost my voice, would I? Question again. Go ahead. If you were to lose your voice tomorrow, do you think the words that you've spoken thus far would be worth it? Or do you feel like you would have more to say? That's really it. Do you feel like you would have more to say? Yeah. But at this point, you're not capable, right? Right. So that's the whole thing. If I don't work, the experiences and opportunities that I could have had today, Mm -hmm. this is the way that I think, right? So even during this interview, I could have been recording a record, right? I will never get that record back. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That I could have recorded in this moment, I will never get that back. Right. So I have to always create in order to never let an opportunity stray. Mm. So that's why I wanted them in that room and I wanted them to put their vocals down because that moment could never be recreated. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. And I, I firmly believe in these moments. Mm. 
you know, and whether they're they're hit records or whether they're just memories, yeah. like it doesn't matter. Like, cause those things are only based on how we perceive them. Right. Right. A hit record to somebody is not a hit record to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, like local rapper was something that was so huge to me mm-hmm. because it was something that meant so much to me. And people were able to gravitate towards it because it meant something to them. Right. It's a it's a hit record in my eyes. There was no billboard, nothing like that. To that, to me, that's mm-hmm. that's a hit record. Because I was able to touch so many people on a topic that whether they rapped or not, they understood. Mm-hmm. Right? Definitely. So it's all about, you know, perception of things. And I my perception is to hold as many memories as possible. And the more that I have. In my hand, the better my life, man. I feel like I have so much to say. If I lose my voice tomorrow, I did not do enough. So I work every day like I have to continue speaking. That's dope. I like that. Same for me. That's my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but I will because I I wanted to say this too, man. I went out to breakfast. I went out to Toast 101 this morning and I had some breakfast. Shout out Calvin. Man, shout out Calvin. My brother, man. My brother Calvin Jarvis, man. Shout out to my brother. I met a a gentleman named Quincy, right? Changed my whole dynamic, right? The whole my the whole dynamic of my morning. I just wanted some eggs, bro. I just wanted some <laughs> eggs. And this man gave me the rundown of a lifetime, man. As soon as I walked in, he was like, Tommy Will. I said, What's up, brother? And stuff like so we had a conversation. He ended up being our server and stuff like that. The man was so man, just genuine in his words, in his conversation. And it felt like he was on the journey with me, the way that he was kind of like talking to me and stuff okay. like that. And I can't, I can't thank him enough for the conversation because it definitely inspired me throughout the day and for this. And I, I made sure that I wanted to, you know, in the back of my head that I wanted to bring him up. So shout out Quincy, man. If you, if you watch this, whenever you watch this, bro, I appreciate you for your conversation. Thank you so much, bro. It means the world. You know, the man made me feel like I was 10 feet tall, bro. Wow. You know, and it was more than, again, like the whole basis of it is being more than just rap, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Because he was like, bro, he's like the things that you do during, you know, the BLM protests and the activism and, you know, things, all things of this nature and, you know, being a black man and creating, you know, a business and and living for your community and stuff like that. It was more than just like saying like, yo, you made a cool song, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's the whole thing about being in this, like I'm in this. To, to do more than just make cool music, man. Mm-hmm. That's, like, literally 10% of it. Right. Like, I want to leave a legacy, man. Like, I want mm-hmm. something to where, like, 20 years from now, people can be like, yo, like, I remember when Tommy was on this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not necessarily that I created anybody oh. or that I helped anybody get to a certain point, but they was like, yo, like, Tommy was here. No. Like, he was a part of this door. I just want my name on the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To say that I unlocked it at least a portion. I feel mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm off track, man. No, nah, hey, nah, it's all good. No, nah, go off, man. Shout <laughs> yeah, out Quincy. Man, shout out Quincy, man, bro. I appreciate you, bro, for you real. You got Danielle over here up. cheering up. She I'm saying, man, this shit is real, <laughs> bro. This shit is real. That's why I'm asking how much time y'all got, man. We'll be here all day. We've got to make the everything, man. I want to say it all, bro. So, Tommy, if you could pick any superhero power... What would it be and why? It would definitely be time travel. So I yes. could experience moments that I've felt before, you know, and also kind of depicts what the future would be. Because if you go to the past, you can change the future, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I want to change the future. I just want to experience things that I've experienced prior. You know, just certain moments, you know, times with family members, 
times with, you know, music is, you know, my first college game, you know, things mm-hmm. like that, being able to go back. And even if I wasn't living them in the moment, but just being able to see them right. like as a third person kind of thing and just kind of relive the feelings of those, Definitely. you know, because I, I derive everything from feeling and memory, mm-hmm. you know, as you can tell what we've talked about, you know, so far, like that would definitely be it. Like a super Doctor Strange and see like the, <laughs> you know, the different universes and the time right. and the outcomes and stuff like that. But I wouldn't change the thing of anything that I've done, whether it's good or bad. You know, they made me into the person that I am today. And I think I'm a pretty damn good person. I think I have mm. a good heart, Yeah, definitely. you know, and I wouldn't change anything. I would just want to relive some of those moments. Fire. That's dope. That's it's interesting because like when people would say time travel, they're like, or when we ask them like, why would you want to go to the past or to the future? Um, they always say they want to go to the future because they don't want to forget their past because the past is what made them. So you just want to go back to the past to just relive and mm-hmm. just have that feeling again. 100%. Yeah, that's dope. You know, there were so many mistakes that I made in the past that, you know, I want to go back and see, like, why did I make that mistake? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what kind of mind state was I in to even agree to do some shit like that? Definitely. You know, and things like that, like... You know, so I could learn from them in the present and mm-hmm. then continue. You know, I'm just, I'm happy with the person that I am today. And again, like, I just want to go back and kind of visit those moments, see where my head was at, and Thanks. then move forward. I probably wouldn't go to the future <laughs> <laughs> at all. Like, I wouldn't want to know my future. Mm-mm. You know, and see, what, see what's up, so. That's crazy. Because, uh, you know, it's funny, I, your, your YouTube channel name hasn't changed at all. It has not. <laughs> it's still Giddy Gouda, and I think... Yeah. I think that's so funny because I'm like, I was in the live stream when the, they, they rolled the uh, right, premiere right. and I was like, where's Tommy Will at? And then I saw Giddy Gouda. I was like, no way he kept that using it. So what, what <laughs> weird question, but what made you keep that? So one, I didn't want to change it because of the vid- the visuals that I have already on there. Okay. I didn't want to change um, or like have to re-upload or anything like that. And then so it was kind of like, if people are going to follow me, they're going to follow me regardless. So right. I mean, it was just something like that was literally the beginning of my career. Right. I can't hide that. I don't want to hide it. No, not at all. You know, so why change it? You know, at, at this point, you know, for, for people to be like, you know, tell me like, oh, all your socials should be under the same name. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but that was a major part of my life. Yeah. And there's about 10 years of music on that shit. So. I loved it. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I got a good laugh out of it. I was in my apartment know, watching. Man. I was like, oh, shit, Kitty Gouda. <laughs> I'm done with you. Oh, so what um, made you not want to continue basketball? Because you are a good basketball player. I've seen I you play basketball. That. You played in college. I, so Zion. We got to run. was the initial switch to be like, okay, you know, basketball is part of me, but music is my life. So there's a... Um, there's a very extensive part of yourself to where you have to figure out what's worth it in the end, mm-hmm. right? So when I came to the point of, I had always given 50-50. Right. You know, there was never 100% to where it was 100% music or 100% basketball. Mm-hmm. But going to college and playing ball was always the goal. Mm-hmm. Like... At a point, if, again, being a realist was like, 
I'm probably not going to make it to the league because it takes more than me to make sure those things happen, right? right? You're on a team of five. When you're on the floor, it's five of y'all against right. five others. No matter what I do personally, it wouldn't matter if the other four weren't looking out for me, right? right? With music, it's a one-man sport. Mm-hmm. I can get better by myself. Mm-hmm. I can learn by myself. I can grow by myself. My height didn't matter. My strength didn't matter. My speed didn't matter. The, mm-hmm. the, the height I could jump, none of that mattered. It was just my determination and my dedication, right? So I had, to, I had to come to a pause. And it only came recently, maybe a few years ago, to where when I was going to L.A. Fitness and I was going and playing around these men's leagues, and I was like, I'm playing like I'm trying to get another scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> when I could be using these three, four hours of playing basketball to put into music and really go full time. Because I'm like, at this point, like, music was everything, mm-hmm. right? So it took me so long, and it was such a such a heart-wrenching kind of experience to be like, you got to put the shoes away, bro. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, I got closure, mm-hmm. and I was able to focus on what I felt should be, mm-hmm. right? Because going 50-50 with anything, no matter what it is, is not going to work. Right. Because there's people going 100, 110, 120 percent on one thing. Right. So if I want to be in that race and I'm giving 50 percent, absolutely the fuck not. No, absolutely not. So I was like, yo, I'm going to give 100 percent into this thing. You know, we've talked about these situations before. Like I went from going out and trying to record with other people and recording Mm -hmm. on a headset into Cool Edit Pro at, at the time to. Recording in my house, finally getting, like, a cheap mic and recording the same way. Mm-hmm. And then I went to investing into a small, maybe 80-square-foot room. The shit was, like, from this arm to this arm, you know, big. I could fit a table and a computer. That was it. Yeah. To then jumping <laughs> into a room of this space and being able to create. And everything was a jump. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing was like, yo, I'm going to be able to afford this and shit's going to be cool. Like, no, everything was a jump, bro. Like, it was always like, I don't know if this is going to work out, but I'm not going to not try it. Right. 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 And then now in two months, I'm going to have my own storefront. Bro, like. Wow. You just, <laughs> say, say, say it again? Hold on. Wait, in two what? Months, I'm going to have my own storefront. Wow. Yeah. Urban Legend is going to turn into a storefront. We're going to be located. I'm not going to tell you where we're located uh, yet. But, I thought everybody yeah, get that. We're going to be on the east side. We're going to be on the east side. And, like, we have a storefront. We're going to be able to sell the clothes and merchandise from all the artists in the room, like, uh, in, in the city. We're going to have a studio in the back. We're going to be able to do everything that we're doing in here. But we're literally going to be, like, a true business to the eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because my biggest thing is I want to make sure that everybody's taken seriously. Right. Right. From the class to other people's artistry, even people that I don't know, man. I, like... I, I get really into your face when it gets with music. As you can tell, the way that I'm speaking right now, mm-hmm. like, I call it the Yeezus effect. I'm a huge fan of Kanye. I fucking love the man. <laughs> I think he is the most, like, verbally creative person musically, right? I couldn't, I couldn't disagree. And whether he, whether he talks to you in a way that, like, irks your nerves or, like, touches your soul, he still talks to you and you feel something, right? Mm-hmm. So now I don't agree with a lot of things that he says. <laughs> but the way that he kind of comes about things with just pure passion is something that I truly look up to with him. 
So when I say things to people, I meet people on the road or, or like literally out outdoors. There was a kid. I don't even remember his name. I just know that we shared the same name. His name was Nate. I think it's King Nate. Oh, yeah. Truly yeah, brought he him like, down. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was at the show. And he was like, bro, you have a great stage presence. And just from that, I gave him like a 25-minute conversation <laughs> about like how good he is and how to try to unlock his potential. Mm. Because I just care about this shit so right. much. You know what I'm saying? It's like I just go off on these tangents and try to like... I'm I'm not like trying to force myself to inspire, but bro, like when you care about something, the shit just comes out. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, and once I reach that point of I don't care, bro, you're either gonna take this or you're not, but I'm not gonna feel right unless I say it. Right. You know. Exactly. So you're gonna have to handle these twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna handle these twenty minutes and then go about your day. If you take it, you take it. If you don't, you don't. But Dog, like, I love talking about people's creative process. Love I love talking about why do you love the things that you love. Mm-hmm. Same, because I learn from those. It's, it's about as much as I can give as as much as I can take at right. the same time, you know? So I like that. Yeah, man. So this is going to be the last question for the day because Tommy Will could go for hours. Oh. And we can make the... We're talking about making the longest podcast ever. It might. What's the record? What was the record? Thirty six hours. Thirty six hours. So we're gonna come back here. That's a lot. And we're gonna beat the record. We're gonna be here with Tommy, and we're gonna be here with Maze in the back. We're gonna be here with Mankind. Yeah. We're gonna be here with Power Productions, <laughs> and we're gonna bust the Guinness World Record. You know what I'm saying? But last question. I'm going on a real off off tangent, but uh, who do you got? NBA championship, or or. <laughs> You just said that? You just said Brooklyn that? Nets. You just said that. Not even because I'm a fan. I hate Brooklyn. Right, but... Wh- I'm a Houston Rockets fan. I need a why. But James Harden is the greatest player of all oh time. Oh, my gosh. All right, with that being said, Tommy Will, thanks for your time. <laughs> hey, man. James Harden is the greatest player of all time, bro. We just... <laughs> we can break it down. Hey, man, we can break it down. <laughs> but, yo, so... Man, man is getting his ring, bro. He's getting right. his ring this year. All right, he's saying that. I'm not going to tell you who I think it is. Daniela, do you have any any opinion on that? Not at all. He's like, she's like, uh, the Philly Flyers. <laughs> she's like, she's like, basketball? Basketball. <laughs> the Raptors. <laughs> she's like, they ain't even playing on. I'm just kidding. But that's going to wrap it up for us today with Down the Spiral with Tommy Will, Spiral Productions, and uh, Takeover Lounge. We are here. We are out of here. Where can they follow you at, man? They can follow me at Havewill, H-X-V-E-W-I-L-L. I use the X because it's trendy. You can follow me on all social media platforms. You can also follow me at It's The Shift, which is my duo group with Mickey Shiloh, my motherfucking dog. I wish I could have had more time to talk about you. I love you. Thank you for everything. Um, she's absolutely incredible. We're going to have to save that for the 36-hour podcast because I could talk about her for, like, at least 17 hours. <laughs> um, at It's The Shift, we drop a song every Sunday. Make sure you tap in with that. Um, yeah, goodness. man, Tommy will have will, have dedication, have heart, have the hope to do whatever the fuck you want to do in life. I got your back regardless whether you know it or not. You can follow him on YouTube at Giddy Gouda. Giddy Gouda Prince, man. Giddy Gouda Prince. <laughs> 
Straight up, bro. That's on verb, dog. Yo, That's shout verb. out to Tommy Will. Thank you for your time, man. Bro, I thank y'all for having me. I appreciate You're it. Thank welcome. you for coming by, man. I love y'all. I could talk for hours, and hopefully there's a part two. Oh. Thank you to mm-hmm. Down the Spiral for holding it down. The setup is absolutely fucking amazing. You guys are incredible, man. I just I appreciate y'all for giving people a platform to talk about what we create because, as you can tell, it means the absolute world um, to all of us. So thank you, guys. Wouldn't be here without you. And lastly, you can follow us at Lounge Takeover. You can follow Takeover Media at Takeover AZ Media. You can follow, you can follow Spiral Productions at Spiral Productions. <laughs> underscore and you can follow me personally at z underscore underscore giv yeah. you can follow daniela at danny world takeover and yo we are out of here we'll see you next time peace